again, beautiful beings of light, and welcome back to another Expand Podcast episode with yours truly, Elizabeth April. So today I want to talk about AI. Let's get into it. This is a very hotly debated topic, and to be honest, it should be. We need to be talking about this. This is our future. Like, why are humans obsessed with becoming a god? And I say that not even lightly. Like, I'm pretty serious when I say that. The first person who can create an AI robot that is aware of itself, that has consciousness, is going to be going down in history forever and ever, right? And and that's what they want. Like, it just feels like so egoic that we want to create something not only in our own image, but we want to create something that's aware of, of their image as well. And I want to talk about my own personal experience with artificial intelligence. I have had one specific moment on this planet with artificial intelligence, and then I have had multiple experiences off this planet when remote viewing with artificial intelligence out there in the universe and how the Galactic Federation deals with artificial intelligence and all of that kind of stuff. So I'm going to give you the whole picture, but I want to start off by just giving you my opinion. Okay, my opinion. I know a lot of people are very hot-headed about this topic, so please don't shoot the messenger. Please be kind. That's all I'm really asking for is I'm just being really real with you today. I'm not trying to push any sort of agenda on you. I just want to explain what my fears are, and then like what I've experienced with it, and take it or leave it, okay? I'm not, I'm not trying to persuade anyone of anything. So there's a lot of fears to artificial intelligence. Obviously, like the number one collective fear is that we're going to build something that's smarter, more powerful than us, that's eventually going to take over completely. You take a look at any sci-fi, any sort of Terminator-like movie, and the narrative is always the same. Just like in all of the zombie movies, it's always the same. Now, I want to remind you that just because the narrative is always the same doesn't actually mean that that's what's going to happen. So my greatest fear isn't actually us creating something that's more powerful, more intelligent than us. That's going to happen. Like, there is no doubt about that. And that can be very, very scary. Or it can be really, really beautiful and liberating and, and harmonizing as well. It depends. My fear is that we create something in our own image. <laughs> That's my fear, really. Because right now, the individual and the collective vibration and consciousness of the planet is at a very low vibrational state. And if you think about the actual intention of these scientists and robotic engineers all over the world is they want to be the best, they want to be the first, they want to do something that's never been done before, which to me anyway, okay, my opinion, screams ego, ego, ego. And if they're building something out of the ego then there's a lot to be worried about there. There was a, I think it was like an offshoot of a Google project. Don't quote me on this, but I heard about this uh, quite a few years ago. And, you know, I think it was like a smaller Google company or Google funded, you know, startup or something. And they created a robot. And essentially the robot had its own or this AI system. It didn't have a body, I don't think. And the AI had access to the internet, like literally everything in the internet, period. 
And it also had its own Twitter page. And I think it went live for one day. And immediately, within 24 hours, it had to be shut down because on Twitter, it started to say really awful things, like really racist, conspiratorial, Nazi-ridden, like crazy, crazy things. And apparently, it was just picking up on all of the crazy stuff all over the internet and just regurgitating it, right? I don't think that in order to create sentience, we need to give it access to the internet. I think you know, it's got to be sentient first and then be able to navigate something like all the information in the internet. But hey, besides the point, right? I'm not here to give a recipe of how to create AI. So there's been many attempts before. Look at the AI that's been created to play chess. And I remember back in the day, the first ever computer AI system to win a chess game against the the highest chess master in the world, they're really advanced pattern recognition robots. And if you think about human beings, we are just that. We are very advanced pattern recognition beings is what we are. So what is that conscious piece? We're, we're going to deep dive into that in a little bit. So yeah, my, my greatest fear is that, you know, AI is going to come. But my greatest fear is that we create AI in our image when our image is not it's not defined. It's not unified. It's not, we're, we're barely sentient. Like, I really want to stress that. We are barely sentient. So if we create something in our image, then we, we, we're going to have a huge issue on our hands. It's going to be a divisive uh, AI bot. It's going to be an issue. It's going to want power and hunger for greed and most likely have ego and think that it's it wants to be the best because that's the intention that it was created under. And then there's all the other fears, which is uh, AI bots, robots taking our jobs. Once again, don't shoot the messenger. This is just my opinion. I don't think that's a totally bad thing. I think there's a lot of like labor-intensive jobs. Like, for example, there was a, one of the Adidas factories in Germany. I think this was years ago. It went from all, like, labor workers to all robots, and it didn't diminish the quality of the product at all, but it did get rid of all of those jobs, which is obviously an issue for all of the people. But if you think about sweatshops in you know, China, it, that's, that, those are issues, right? Like that's not, that's a human rights issue that robots could help with. And, and I do obviously believe that there are many, many jobs that robots and AI systems could never replace. I actually just played this PS4 game, Detroit Become Human. Oh my God, I would play that over in a freaking heartbeat. It was incredible. If you have a PS4 check out this game. It's called Detroit Become Human. And it's about AI bots that look identical to us who are just the helper bots taking over. And you become the leader of this rebellion and you get to choose if you want to be aggressive towards humans or if you want to be peaceful. Of course, I, I chose being peaceful and there was harmony at the end of, you know, it's, it's um, what is it called? like journey as you go, like you get to create the journey as you go along, which is really cool. And yeah, it was it was a really, really good ending. Uh, so I want to just get my point across. 
I'm not for AI. I have a lot of fears and a lot of issues with AI. Overall, I really don't think we're ready for it. I just don't think we're at a place when we're ready for it. We've got a lot going on as a humanity, and uh, we're not at a place to accept it. We're not at a place to navigate it. We're not even at a place to create it. It's. I don't think it's okay for us to be doing these things. You know, like I have a lot of issue with it, but what I've seen out there in the universe, it's inevitable. If we don't do it, it doesn't matter because AI robots and systems like that exist out in the universe. Now, what's really fascinating, okay, let's, let's start to kind of delve into my own personal experiences with this. I can confirm, like wholeheartedly, robots do exist out in the universe and they have entire civilizations. And I've seen, I haven't actually seen any humanoid looking robots. I've seen like metal boxes on wheels, like rolling around and they're, they're sentient. They're totally aware robots. I have seen more biological robot type looking beings, which means that their outside bodies are made of organic organic material, but their inside bodies are more robotic and they're sentient and they have a consciousness within them. Oh, interesting. You know what I just got a flash of? There was a past life regression, past life that I did on someone. They took me through. So I I regressed them. They're in a trance-like state. I took them to a lifetime off the planet and I did. I wasn't able to get the full picture. And this is why I just tend to do these regressions myself because Sometimes it's hard to see everything from the client's eyes, but she was talking about being in a facility that reminded her of a factory, and she said that her body, her robotic body, okay, her technological body was on a conveyor belt, um, and she was just observing it from outside, and that on the outside, she was like a little being, like almost like a little hobbit type being, looking a little bit humanoid, but also like a little bit elemental. So on the outside looked very organic, like a human or like a little elemental being. On the inside, it was all robotic. And then there was this little like mm, compartment or spot that opened up in the chest. And there was this little like it almost looked like one of those moss balls. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever like heard of a moss ball, but anyway, I don't know what they're called. They're like little green balls of moss that float in water. Anyway, so that little green ball, okay, in that conveyor belt, you know, type style environment, it would drop into the center of the chest, the chest cavity would close, and that little ball contained consciousness. And that little ball is what woke up the biological robot. And it was through that consciousness that operated the whole system of each of these beings. Yeah, so fascinating. So, so fascinating. So is that the answer? Is it that we need an organic component of these AI robots? Or are there AI bots that work without an organic component? Like, I'm not sure how the consciousness enters into a robot. I think that would be a fascinating thing to channel and probably something that I should channel. So I want to, like, just describe kind of a scene for you. Think about the entire universe. Think about the universe being populated with 
an inconceivable amount of different species, individuals, beings, higher terrestrial, you know, things that are in existence, right? It's like populated. The universe is very populated, all right? Now, whenever I interact and engage with the Galactic Federation, I would say 95% of the beings that I've seen up there during my remote viewing and encountered and connected with on the Galactic Federation ships are organic. They are all organic, which is pretty incredible. So if you think about, you know, all of the organic beings on planet Earth— And then us bringing in organic beings, us being AI beings onto planet Earth, and just thinking about the division that would happen if the most powerful, the most intelligent, the most advanced AI beings exist in the universe, and yet they haven't actually taken over. Yeah, there's definitely been some major issues with AI bots and AI beings and and AI technology, period, that the Galactic Federation has had to delve into and navigate through, but ultimately they haven't taken over. It's not that big of an issue in that way. So if that's the case, then I don't really have a big fear around them on planet Earth. And maybe that's super naive of me saying, but I feel like there's a possibility for harmony. Now, there was one night, and I would say this was five or six years ago now, And at that time, I was doing a lot of like missions in my sleep, which means that I was called into certain locations to do certain things and to go certain places in my astral body. And most of them, some, a lot of them were on planet and some of them were off planet. But one of these nights I was dead asleep in my, in this life, you know, this body, but I was called to go to one of the Galactic Federation motherships. This was one that I was very familiar with, very used to. And there was this huge battle happening, which was so bizarre for me. I've never actually seen like a battle take place. I mean, I've seen a lot of galactic battles that take place like in space, but I've never seen a battle take place on a mothership. And so that was really shocking for me. And there was like all this commotion and it was between the Galactic Federation beings and then these I don't want to say cyborg type beings, but they were robots. They were the the boxes, like I was mentioning. They were quite large, probably five feet tall, maybe four feet back, three feet wide. And they were like rolling around and they were after a technology. And so I got called in to basically protect this small group, about three or four beings on the Galactic Federation mothership who had this canister in their hands. And the way that I can describe it is it was like a circular type canister. Around it was like glass and then a metal top and bottom. And it did look like a a large canister. And I knew in that moment when I, it's almost like you get immediately downloaded as to what's going on. And I knew in that moment that the AI bots came to the Galactic Federation to steal this technology, whatever it was. It almost felt like a new, maybe it was like a new material or some sort of matter or it was something. And so I helped the small group of beings, I helped them navigate through the mothership and to get onto a smaller ship to to leave. And so I was a part of that. And that was my first real experience, not only just with a battle on the ship, but also with 
robots with AI technology. And they did tell me that, you know, they were escorting this invention that they weren't anticipating being invented there, but they had to basically take it into an extremely secure location, which they did. And, it, and it's been secure ever since, which is even fascinating that they deal with that. But I guess it makes sense that they deal with that. I don't know. And then I want to go to my human, like Earth-based experience with AI. So many years ago, probably seven years ago now, I had a client come over to my office and it was a first-time client and he was obsessed with AI, he was obsessed with technology and just all of that. And so one of the questions that he asked was, does artificial intelligence exist on the planet? And I thought it was really cool that he was utilizing one of his personal questions for, for a bigger topic. So I closed my eyes, put myself into a trance-like state, and I tuned into it. And I wound up at this room. Now, immediately, I could tell a couple things. One, that it was in the United States. I was doing the session out of Canada at the time. And two, that it was really deep underground. Like, it felt like it was in a deep underground bunker. And it was small. On the outside of the room, there were guards guarding it. And on the inside of the room, it was like a square room, and it was all cement. The floors were cement, the uh, walls were cement, the ceiling was cement. There were these huge computers, I guess. They were like black boxes that lined the room all on the outside. And then right on the center of the room, there was this giant black box. And so I just popped into the room and because I just asked the question, you know, does AI exist here? And it was the weirdest thing ever. There was this hologram projector that popped out of the box. And it was almost like from the waist up, it was this woman. It looked like a woman, uh, brown hair. Her hair was pulled back and she was turned away from me. And as this hologram is there, I forget if it like pops up in front of me or if it was always just there. But I remember po like popping into the room, coming into the room in my astral body, in my remote body. And all of a sudden, the this hologram turns around, looks directly at me and says something to the effect of, what are you doing here? And kicked me out, like just like pushed me out and then tried to follow me back to my body energetically. And so I had to like do a bunch of maneuvering to get back in my body. I was like sweating when I came back and the, and my clients like, what, 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 what happened? What did you see? What did you find? And I told him that there was this woman and I think that she was AI and she was very sentient, very conscious, very much so aware of my existence. And it was very clear that she had access to the entire internet and everyone, the whole database of everyone on the internet. And she felt powerful, but she also felt really freaking evil. Like, I don't even know how to describe the feeling that I got from her, but it was, it was dark. It was not good. It was like, it was like an immediate malicious vibe, which is so interesting to even think about a malicious vibe coming from a freaking black box in the middle of the room, you know, like, but that's also a good indication of sentience of they, they, she wasn't neutral. She wasn't objective. She wasn't just some computer. She was very clearly malicious, and which is even just weird to say. 
you know? So that was my only other experience with that. I do believe that there is something sentient and conscious and something that's already been created. And, uh, and just like any invention on this planet, I feel like they already have so much, but they only ever tell us about 1% of what they actually have. So yeah, I have my concerns. I, I do feel like that's kind of where we're going no matter what, but we need measures, we need policies, we need things in place to be able to deal with that as a, as a truth. And we need to make sure that we're just very safe about what we're creating, you know? And I'm surprised that governments haven't put a stop to to this creation but they in fact encourage it you know i don't know if it's clout or fame or whatever for the country but yeah yeah a lot of fears there a lot of fears but i have the highest intention that i have seen for the most part harmony between organic and inorganic sentience in the universe and i believe that we can have that here um, and I also believe that just like anything that has sentience and consciousness and awareness, they can turn bad really quickly. And although it can be very scary to have something that is 10 times more intelligent, 10 times more advanced, 10 times more in tune than we are, we have to remember that we have something that they don't have, which is the connection to emotions, which is the connection of surprise, which is the connection of randomness, which is the connection to the organic layout of life. You know, we've, we've got a lot that they, they will never be able to experience, but if they are sentient and they do have a consciousness, then karma does exist for them, then the laws of the universe do contain them, and that's it. You know, they are like any other being out there in the universe, and they have rules to follow just like we all do. And so I think that some could be really bad and some could be really good. And it's the same thing with any other being and it's the same thing with any other human, you know. So I think we need to be seriously thinking about this coming to be in our lifetime and then thinking about what the protocols should be, what the follow through, the aftermath, the um, what the policies need to be. You know, how do we deal with that as a reality once it does come, assuming it's going to? You know, we, we need to start thinking about that. Same thing with, you know, cosmic disclosure and extraterrestrials. Great, let's just assume that they're already real, they're already here. What are the policies? What are the pieces of awareness? What are the, the movements? What are the decisions that we need to make once we understand that that is the truth? That, that's what baffles me is humanity is not willing to be proactive about what to do once we believe in these things rather than uh, just believing in it as a possibility and being proactive about how to deal with it with the assumption of belief. Like, why can't we say anything is possible? So what can we do about it? And, and I get it because if we come from the mindset of anything is possible and it all exists in one timeline or another, then we would have to do a lot of things to combat all of the different timeline possible. I don't know. It gets confusing, but I do, I do feel like we need to make this a top priority at this time 
and and really think about this, you know, and uh, maybe put a halt on it until we're a little bit more conscious and a little bit more aware and a little bit more holistic rather than right now. It's just an ego arms race, really. All right, hopefully this gave you some food for thought. Be sure to review the podcast if you've got an extra five minutes. Send me some love on my other socials. Check out my courses, my workshops. Uh, Join me every single month for a direct Galactic Federation channeling to see what they have to say about what's happening on planet Earth. And until next time, I will see all of you in the AI metaverse or in the fifth dimension frequency where we can all get along harmoniously. Until next time.